The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This candy for the holidays is reminiscent of berries in new fallen snow. Or it may be part of your favorite chocolate-covered candy bar. It's a candy whose origins can be traced all the way back to the 10th century. While it's called many different names depending on where in the world it's made, there's no denying it's part of a classic Christmas dessert platter. We're exploring the history and origins of this creamy, marshmallow-like dessert, Nougat. I'm your host, Glenn Warren, and welcome to another serving of Seasons Eatings, the podcast which explores the history and origins of your favorite Christmas foods. Seasons Eatings can be found wherever you download your favorite podcasts. Seasons Eatings is also found on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you love the show, then I humbly ask you to share this podcast with someone you think would love to hear more about the history of Christmas and the foods which shape the holiday we love so much. And if you want to give me suggestions for future episodes, just email me at seasonseatingspodcast at gmail.com. All the links can be found in the show notes at seasonseatingspodcast.com. At its most basic, nougat is a confection made with nuts, honey, and or sugar. However, it can also include egg whites, herbs, spices, dried fruit, and seeds, depending on where it's made. In Southern Europe, nougat is largely associated with the Christmas season. There are variations traditionally made throughout the region of Southwest Asia and North Africa, the Mediterranean, and Southern Europe. And the name it's most commonly known in the U.S., Nougat, comes from France. In Spain, it's called Turan. In Greece, it's Mandolato or Mandola. In Iran, it's Gaz. In Iraq and many Southwest Asia and North Africa countries, it's known as Man al-Sama, which translates to manna from heaven. In Italy, it goes by Torone, with different regions having their specialities. The earliest mentions of this dessert is one called natif, and it's a confection similar to white nougat, and that dates back to the 10th century. This sweet was said to have come from the city of Haran in modern-day Turkey. Around this time, natif seems to have been eaten in the region of Aleppo, Syria, and Baghdad, Iraq, as well as parts of Central Asia. Today, nougat is recognized as being a close relative of marshmallows, soft sweets, and marzipan. Like them, it contains a considerable amount of sugar to which syrup and eggs are added. Then there's space for an endless variety of flavorings and variations. Honey, walnuts, almonds, peanuts, chocolate, and whatever else you fancy. It's a candy made by whipping egg whites until they're light and frothy. Sugar and honey syrup is added to stabilize the foam and creating a frappe, 
Roasted nuts such as almonds, hazelnuts, or walnuts are added, and a number of other flavoring ingredients are then added to create nougat with different flavors. The word nougat comes from Latin, nux agatum, meaning a nut pie, and it came to Western Europe from Old Byzantium during the era of the Roman Empire. Via Marsala, today's Marseille in southern France, nougat was spread out in the whole area around the Mediterranean. The history of the origin of nougat varies with different historians. Most historians believe that nougat comes from ancient Rome, where a sweet made from honey, almonds, and eggs was made and reserved for special functions or as an offering to their gods. The first known documented mention in Italy of Tarone was in the year 1441 in Cremona, where, at the wedding of Francesco Sforza to Maria Bianca Visconti, a new suite was created in the couple's honor. According to legend, Bianca Maria Visconti and Francesco Sforza wedded on October 25, 1441, and as the city of Cremona was offered as part of her dowry, the court pastry chefs created a special dessert to commemorate the occasion Using honey, almonds, and beaten egg whites and cooking over a low heat for long hours, the nougat confection was fashioned into the shape of the terrazzo bell tower, and so the dessert was given the name Torone. French historians think that the nougat traces back to a Greek walnut confection known as nuxgatum or muko that was originally made using walnuts. In the 17th century, Olivier of Serres planted almond trees close to Montelimar, France. It is thought that the almonds replaced the walnuts in the Greek recipe and evolved into nougat. Today, Montelimar, a small city in the Drôme section of southern France, is known for their nougat. Her first commercial factory opened in the late 18th century, and now this city has 14 nougat manufacturers producing this wonderful confection. And yet another story tells of a farmer's wife taking advantage of plentiful almonds, honey, and eggs on her farm and created nougat candy. Nougat is also enjoyed in Australasia and the Far East, where it's sold as a gourmet confection. Golden Baronia, Mondo Nougat, and Flying Swan are the most widely known manufacturers in Australasia specializing in the production of European-style nougat all year round, as opposed to the many European manufacturers, which treat the product as a seasonal speciality. The popularity of nougat in Australasia has primarily been driven by the Australian manufacturers, as well as some imported varieties from South Africa and Europe. The availability of primary ingredients, namely honey, sugar, and almonds, in Australia ensures the market is growing rapidly. The introduction of macadamia nut nougat by companies such as Australian Nougat Company and the development of a creme de nougat by Mondo Nougat are cementing Australia's pace as a global player in the once European-dominated confectionery. The nougat used as an ingredient in many modern candy bars is not similar to traditional recipes but it's a mixture of sucrose and corn syrup aerated with a whipping agent such as egg white or hydrolyzed soy protein or gelatin. It may also have vegetable fats and milk powder added and is typically combined with nuts, usually peanuts, a caramel or chocolate. 
In contrast, some European confections feature nougat as the primary component rather than one of several. Milky Way, Mars, Snickers, Reese's Fast Break, Reese's Whips, and Baby Ruth all have different types of nougat. Spanish Toron follows the traditional recipe with toasted almonds, sugar, honey, and egg whites. Torone from Italy includes these same basic ingredients as well as vanilla or citrus flavor and is often sandwiched between two very thin sheets of edible wafer. While today torone is one of the most quintessential Spanish sweet treats, its origins can actually be traced back to the Moors who invaded the country back in the early Middle Ages. In addition to their architecture and their language, the Arabic prefix al is still present in front of many Spanish words, the Moors also inevitably brought with them a rich culinary heritage. Most food historians concur that it was in the Arabic Peninsula that the early versions of Toron were first made, and one of the first references to a treat made Torun appears to come in an 11th century document named De Medicinis et Sibis Simplicibus, which was written by an Arab doctor. The Moors brought the treat to Europe where it became popular, most of all in Spain, France, and Italy. By the 15th century, Toron had already made its way into the repertoire of popular confectioners throughout Spain, and especially around the town of Alicante. A document dating back to 1582 claims it was common for patrons to offer their workers toron around Christmas time, and a few years later a law was passed by King Felipe II restricting the amount of toron which could be purchased by each household so as to limit the expenses made for the treat each year. While honey was used in the preparation from the beginning, it would seem that sugar was only added to the list of ingredients when the first sugar plantations were discovered in South America, and sugar became a more common ingredient in Spanish cuisine. Italian's torone, which directly translates as to toast, represents how the nuts are toasted when making nougat. Originating from the city of Benevento, this Italian region is famous for their nougat. In this region, they used liquid sugar, pine nuts, and compote. It gives a distinct taste, different from the traditional white nougat candy. Back then, nougat was considered strictly a Christmas gift for noble families and the clergy. Thanks to the noble Borboni family, nougat is now accessible for everyone. In Calabria, their take on nougat is unique. We're used to common ingredients such as egg whites and honey, but their recipe is different. Torone in Calabria uses citrus honey, sugar, almonds, cinnamon, and cloves. Australian nougat is produced by a similar method to French, but it usually has a 50% almond content and no pistachios although it may contain macadamia nuts, apricots, or other texture modifiers. The nougat is commonly produced in two varieties, soft and crunchy. During candy making, this is done by heating a sugar solution to different temperatures before folding in egg whites and honey. Wiener nougat, or in German Schmelz Schokolade, molten chocolate, is a variant by con which contains only sugar, 
cocoa butter, almonds, and cocoa mass, and has a mellow consistency. In Germany, their nougat is called Nuss Nougat Rohmasse, which directly means Nut Nougat Raw Mass. This is a staple filling for other German confections and desserts. The Nuss Nougat Rohmasse is made out of roasted hagelnuts, dark chocolate, and sugar. Usually, bakers opt for cocoa butter, but some may use regular butter. Its consistency is somewhere between soft and hard, which makes it malleable enough to be rolled in preferred shapes. The German nougat sweets can either be consumed as itself or used in a fondant on cakes and fillings for marzipan chocolates. Persian nougat, known as gaz, is a variety that has been produced in Isfahan, Iran, for many centuries by Ishrafi nougat and other traditional producers. Its appearance is unique and beautiful, definitely a dessert to impress at parties. It originates from a province in central Iran. Its name refers to Persian Gaz Anjibin, which translates to Sap of Anjibin. Anjibin is a unique tree that is abundant in the Zagros Mountains of Isfahan. People felt that Gaz was reminiscent of the sap of the Anjibin tree, hence its name. Similar to most Iranian desserts, Gaz has a strong flavor of rose water or saffron, depending on the producer. It's a common dessert served during the Iranian New Year. A special kind of Gaz is referred to as Noghat in Persian. Noghat is almost exclusively made with walnuts instead of pistachios and almonds, which are the usual for the other types of Gaz. The making of Nogha is very much the same as any other gaz. The difference is, Nogha is usually spread between two very thin layers of wafers and cut into 10 by 5 by 5 centimeter sections, which are larger than ordinary gaz cubes. In Africa, there are two types of nougat, or nougati, ranging from the white kurzati, or the black bastiti, and containing mainly fruits rather than nuts. The higher fruit-to-nut ratio can be most prominent in the brown Simchati nougat variety. We'll find out how nougat is made after the break. In Puerto Rico, we call ourselves Boricua. We are proud, passionate, and full of life. On our island, adventure finds you. Strangers aren't strangers for long. The size of the audience doesn't change the beauty of the music. And we celebrate every last ray of sun. Live Boricua. Hey everyone and welcome aboard. My name is Chris Kringle, host of the Kringle Talks Christmas podcast. A fun new podcast all the way from sunny old England. If you like listening to cool Christmas stories, traditions, and some old personal favorites, then head on over to Kringle Talks Christmas. The episodes are available wherever you get your podcasts, and you can also follow me on Twitter, which is at Christmas Talks, spelt K-R-I-S-T-M-A-S Talks. Welcome once again, and I hope to see you soon. If you've ever wondered about the history of Santa Claus, the traditions behind a Christmas tree, or what people leave out for Santa in Eastern Europe, then you're probably a lot like me. My name's Jeff and I absolutely love Christmas. Join me on the Lost Christmas Podcast and learn about the people, traditions, mysteries, food, celebrations, and all manner of history around the holiday season we all love. 
At the end of each episode, I also read a little bit from The Lost Years of Santa Claus, a book which fills in the gaps that we have in the story of our beloved gift giver. In Puerto Rico, we call ourselves Boricua. We are proud, passionate, and full of life. On our island, adventure finds you. Strangers aren't strangers for long. The size of the audience doesn't change the beauty of the music. And we celebrate every last ray of sun. Live Boricua. Nougats are often made in the frappe process, where a marshmallow-like foam stabilized by a protein source is folded into cooked sugar syrup, followed by a careful addition of fat so not to break the foam. The sugar syrup is cooked to the desired temperature to reach the end moisture content of the confection prior to blending with the frappe. In grain nougat, the final addition is powdered sugar to help set the grain. So, now that we're ready to make our nougat, let's start from a curious assumption. The really scientific aspect of this sweet lies in the egg it contains, not the sugar. In actual fact, nougat is a reinforced version of a meringue in which the egg white protein give us the unusual consistency. The preparation of nougat, therefore, takes place in two phases. First of all, you heat the honey and sugar in a bowl placed in water, like a bain-marie, until the latter is completely dissolved. While the sugar is melting, beat the egg whites until they are stiff, before gently adding the icing sugar. Wait for the sugar mixture to reach a temperature of 158 degrees centigrade, and remove it from the heat and let it fall to 145 degrees. A couple of minutes will probably do the trick. And at this point, you can pour it slowly into the beaten egg whites while stirring gently. Better still, if you use a food processor, set it at a low speed. The mixture will change color and start to thicken as the sugar gradually cools. After three or four minutes, you have to add the almonds and stir for the last time before pouring the mixture into one or more molds, whose inner surface has been previously greased with butter. Then cover the mixture with rice paper, wrap in cellophane, and leave the rest for one day at room temperature. And finally, the nougat may be removed from the mold. Getting the temperature correct of the nougat is important. If you don't cook it to a high enough temperature, it becomes quite sticky. The sugar syrup contains too much moisture, and not enough has been evaporated. Most sugar syrups for nougat making aren't made with just pure white refined sugar. Instead, a lot of them contain corn syrup. Both serve slightly different roles in the nougat. Let's start with regular sugar. Sugar is made of a molecule called sucrose. It dissolves well in water, but at high concentrations, and it's prone to crystallization. Cooled down sucrose solutions aren't very sticky, and you can't make a nice, short texture nougat. Corn syrup, on the other hand, makes candy that's a lot more sticky and stretchy. That's because corn syrup is actually a mix of molecules. It contains small sugar molecules such as glucose, but also contains a lot of larger molecules called polysaccharides. 
Glucose is more sticky and prone to moisture than sucrose. However, corn syrup as a whole is far less prone to crystallization due to the presence of those larger polysaccharides. It also helps prevent the crystallization of sucrose. Instead of corn syrup, you can also use honey. Honey is also a mix of small sugar, such as fructose and glucose. Honey does not contain those larger polysaccharides. Using honey has the extra added benefit of adding flavor to the nugget. If you cook it for too long though, the nugget can become very crumbly and brittle. It can even become a little crunchy. The nugget no longer contains enough water to remain moist. A sugar syrup that's been cooked too hot also becomes very challenging to pour into whipped egg whites. It will be so hot and viscous that it easily sticks to the equipment. And finally, the egg whites should be at room temperature to facilitate the action of the egg proteins. It's preferable to choose a good quality sugar, which may also be used to produce icing sugar with the aid of a food processor set at high speed. By the way, when stirring our mixture, either manually or in a food processor, we must take care to do it very gently. And we must closely follow the temperatures indicated in the recipe with the help of a kitchen thermometer. To form, the candy is most often slapped, that is, as a layer on a cold table and allowed to cool before being cut into the desired shapes. Stickiness is a key problem with nuggets since the temperature is low enough to cause the sugar syrup to fall into the sticky zone, especially when the candy is warm. But if all goes well, you'll come out with a marshmallow-like, creamy, soft nugget. In the United States, nougat is often found coated with chocolate, although the European version is more commonly eaten directly. Pre-packaged commercially made nougat is the norm for the holiday season. The American candy company Brock's makes a Christmas nougat mix with the flavors of peppermint, cinnamon, and wintergreen. Dots, gumdrops, or even jelly beans are folded into this melted nougat confection and make an absolutely stunning addition to any candy or cookie tray for the Christmas season. Nougat is the perfect gift for charity events and can be given wrapped in clear cellophane bags so your guests can see all the colorful fruits and nuts inside. Nougat is a holiday treat which covers the globe. It comes in various flavors, textures and shapes as a type of nougat suited for everybody. If you're craving for nugget candy, make sure to look for this sweet treat near you. Thank you for listening to this serving of Seasons Eatings. Seasons Eatings is available on Apple Podcasts, Google, TuneIn, Stitcher, Deezer, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Please, if you can leave a review about the show so we can spread the Christmas cheer. And if you let me know you've left a review, I'll send you a Seasons Eating sticker as a personal thank you. Also, I'd love to hear from you, so send me an email at seasonseatingspodcast at gmail.com to let me know how you like the show, suggestions for future episodes, or even just to say hi. And I know we all get busy, so even sharing the podcast with someone you love would be a great help. And if you're feeling extra generous this season, you can buy me an eggnog. Head on over to seasonseatingspodcast.com and click on the little cup in the corner. Each small donation helps with the daily running of the podcast and is greatly appreciated. 
Seasons Eatings has great items for you or your loved ones for the holiday season. So head on over to SeasonsEatings.com, click on the merchandise tab to find your next great gift. Thank you for listening and tune in again to another serving of Seasons Eatings. All music for Seasons Eatings is used under the Creative Commons license.